This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. All right, let's uh, let's get a little bit of draft, but also some really cool things in the NBA playoffs. My man, Kanata Edwards, at Nada the Scribe, CBSSports.com. He hangs out with Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander, the Ion College Basketball Podcast, among other things. He's pouring a cup of, I hope, it's very strong coffee. There's a lot going on. Do you, sir, feel the power of the contrast between Cam Newton and Bryce Young. To me, it's Superman versus Underdog. I was thinking more Mighty Mouse, honestly. Oh, I think I think more a little bit more Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse was a little Scrappy Doo. Who is the who is the better Scrappy Doo? Who is the better uh, superhero, Mighty Mouse or Underdog? Underdog. There's a lot of similarities between Underdog and Superman. You know, he he went into the phone booth too, didn't he? Yes, Underdog went into the phone booth, but you also got to remember, like, Underdog needed needed to be propped up and everything else like that. Mighty Mouse was basically Superman, except for the fact that he was, you know, a mouse. Mouse. So if we're going to compare somebody like Bryce Young to Superman, again, to Cam Newton or anything else like that, we got to compare him to Mighty Mouse because, like, the the technical skill is there. The, The peak of the powers is there. It's just, he's just smaller. It's the, just in a bite-sized hand. And it's also bite-sized. My gosh. Uh, it's also not nearly as disrespectful as underdog being the shoeshine boy. So uh, exactly. there, there is that. And for those people who want to find disrespect, and I'm with you on that, uh, go check out the origins of Curious George. Uh, it'll blow. <laughs> it, it will blow you away. All right. Let's, let's move. First. But it is it is amazing to me. I think Bryce Young was the right the was the right pick. You live in Charlotte. Tell me what uh you know, tell me what all all of you guys are talking about down there about this. Everybody loves Bryce Young cuz like for a geography lesson, I live maybe six seven blocks from from uh Bank of America Stadium. Okay. People it, it, it's lit over there right now. There's again Bryce Young was just introduced. I can hear, like, I know people are excited when I can't find a parking spot after I go get my Starbucks. <laughs> like, that's what, that's how bad this is right now. They're excited. They're, I don't think the C.J. Stroud stuff was, I think people would have preferred C.J. Stroud because he was, he fit the mold. Right. But for the most part, I think people want the technically savvy short king, per se, that they got in Bryce Young. Like, I, I completely understand why they want to see their shot, but honestly, I think everybody's excited just to have a quarterback, a competent quarterback. It's been a long time, Adam. Yeah. It's been a very long time. Yeah, honestly, since uh, the Cam Newton injury in the middle of the 2018 season was the last time they had competent quarterback play. Uh, do you agree with me that Will Levis was not drafted in the first round solely because he puts mayonnaise in coffee? You know, I, it's a good reason. It's a, it's, a, it's a really good reason. I mean, like, there's a there's a lot of this, like, and we can get into this. There's a lot of this that I do find interesting, and Florio pointed out, like, the, if the toe thing for Levis was a real thing, how come we never heard about it? I don't but know. CJ Stroud, we heard everything about the standardized testing, which basically took us back to Vince Young and the Wonderlick, yep. which I know you remember. 
Yes. Like, there's a lot of this that did not feel good. And then when you come to find out, oh, wait, Will Levis has a really bad toe injury and we didn't hear about this? It's one of those things like Arsenio Hall that makes you think. You know, <laughs> you know it's, it's, we just heard, I, we played a Todd McShay clip about all these negatives for Will Levis. Didn't trust his eyes, didn't see the field, plays foot, plays quarterback like a linebacker, uh, threw all these interceptions. I didn't hear any of this. For We had... 16 months of a lead-up to this draft. I didn't hear a single lick of all of these things, and everybody's going and got him going in the top five, 10 at the worst, and now he's still sitting there. I hope he went back to a hotel uh, and hung out. I hope he went to Gates Barbecue and met uh, met Gerald Owens there because, my gosh, I, I he he needs a hug. All right, let me... Uh, well, did you, uh, you didn't hear the story. He's not going to be there tonight. Good. He should get out. Get out of town, man. They... I don't blame him, but it's just one of those things. Like, I just want to see how we talk about this. Because, remember, Geno Smith came back. There were a lot of guys that came back after not getting drafted in that first round. I believe Malik Willis last year, after not getting drafted in the first two rounds, <laughs> was still there and came back. Yeah. Let's see how we talk about this when Will Levis goes and takes the ball home. That's all I'm asking. I'm, I'm here for you. I am here for you. All right, let's uh, let's move on. New York, Miami, Boston, Philly in the East. Did the NBA get exactly what they wanted? If Adam Silver is not renegotiating the TV deal, like right now, <laughs> he, there's a mistake being made. Let's be real here. Like, that is, for me... You're talking about two of the best possible scenarios. It would have been a third if not for uh, Milwaukee and Coach Mike Budenholzer. But um, for the most part, I think we got exactly like the NBA got in the Eastern time zone where a bunch of us can get sleep and don't have to necessarily worry about staying up till midnight or 1 a.m. I think we got everything we wanted. And then on top of that, we might get Steph versus LeBron in yeah. round two out west. I know. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And we got K- and we got KD in the west. Like we have. If you are a basketball fan, you are in heaven no matter what. So as I said when, I, when you first asked me this question, if Adam Silver is not negotiating the TV deal right now, he's not. Then they're not doing their jobs because you're never going to have as much leverage as you do right now with the matchups that are coming. Uh, here's where I would argue that Knicks-Miami is better than Knicks-Milwaukee. Knicks were not going to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. They can beat the Miami Heat. You get the little extra buzz of New York-Miami. They can show all the footage of Jeff Van Gundy hanging on the legs of Alonzo Mourning uh, and show all that stuff from the, what, the 90s, whatever, whatever decade that was. Um, and it gives you the better chance of the Knicks making it to the conference finals because a New York-Philly or a New York-Boston conference finals, we're going to see so much Patrick Ewing footage. Uh, it it yeah. is And Charles Oakley and, and, and the late Anthony Mason. We're going to see so much of that. We might even get a John Starks sighting, uh, although that was more Knicks-Bulls anyway. Um, by the way, you give... What what chance do you give the Knicks of getting out of the East? 
Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival Oh, oh look box at that. Set. You see it right here. i got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Zero. Because I don't think they beat Philly and I don't think they beat Boston. Zero. Uh, they did. They played very well against Boston this year. They did, but I just, we saw it last night. Like, Boston tends to play with their food this year. Uh-huh. And we, like, there was that eight-minute stretch last night during the game where Jason Tatum was like, yo, we're not going back to Boston. We're, we're ending this, like, right now. He had that eight-minute stretch, and it was done. So I think that gear is in him. I think he's trying to conserve that gear. We're going to have to see him use it a lot more against Philly. But against the Knicks, there's a lot of this where I don't trust the Knicks against Boston, I trust them even less against Philly because I think Embiid is going to just, just – Embiid will end up being Galactus and conquer all the world. That's how That's how good that – like, it's a nice story that the Knicks will get to the conference finals most likely. They have to get – they have to deal with the Jimmy Butler problem, which oh, yeah. ended Milwaukee season. But I think it will be a nice story that the Knicks finally got back to the Eastern Conference finals and lost. Yeah, because I, <laughs> it's, their, it's their history for the last thirty years, basically. Yeah, I don't think they're going to beat the Sixers, and I think the Sixers are going to beat the uh, the Celtics. But uh, it will be a blast. I and it would it would almost be fun to see uh, Philly against Denver in the NBA Finals, just so it's uh, no Twitter Twitter will implode. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't, we don't need that toxicity. It's it's all it's if if Twitter implodes, we'll all be better off for it anyway. We're there because we have an obligation to be there. Uh, at at not of the scribe on Twitter. All right, uh, real quick about Lakers Warriors. They both have to win a game tonight to end that series and avoid a seventh game on the road. Do they both get it done at home, or do does one or both lose tonight? I think Sacramento's co- closer to being done. Uh, I think De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox having that injury to his hand, like you saw him be effective initially, but once those painkillers started wearing off, you saw the handles start to loosen up a little bit too much. I think they're done. I'm kind of worried about the Lakers, though. I am too. Like, again, LeBron didn't, have, LeBron didn't have too much gas left for that game five. I'm not sure he's going to have that much gas left for game six. And if Anthony Davis doesn't show up, which is a possibility, we could be talking about Memphis in seven. And if that's the case, we still win because we get Dylan Brooks versus Draymond Green. So, <laughs> all right. Just, just think about that. I was, uh, all right. We, we, we Just a couple of minutes left, but I wanted to, uh, to get your gauge on this. Uh, I'm going to play uh, a, a briefer version of what Giannis Antetokounmpo said after they got eliminated by the Miami Heat. Here's, yeah, and just a quick setup is that. The question from uh, the writer in Milwaukee was, do you feel as though this season where they won 58 games or were the best team in the NBA was a failure? 
Uh, here's the really the last part of Giannis's answer. Um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is gonna win. Similar as that. We're gonna come back next year. Try to be better. Try to build good habits. Try to um, play better. Not have a ten days stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. Uh, you know, i sorry that I didn't want to make it personal. Uh, that's, that's Giannis. What do you think about that, Nada? He's making two different arguments. First things first. Right. Like, this season, no matter how you slice it, was a failure. You win 58 games. You were the number one seed. And you lost to an eight seed in five games. And mind you, we didn't even get to the really gross part where Giannis misses 12 free throws in, in, the, in the concluding game, in a close game, in an overtime game. And mind you, also, if we remember right, wanted no part of the free throws late in the game when the jump ball hits and he almost turns the ball over. I'm sorry, sir. You do not get to dictate what is a failure, what is and is not a failure. That is my problem with what he said. And then on top of that, we are trying to turn this into some sort of Tuesdays with Maury quote that we're going to see on LinkedIn for the next 15 years about failure. <laughs> I, like, I, like for me, it's too much. It is way too much. You, that does protest way too much. And, I, again, I like Giannis. And there is something to be said about championship or bust. But, sir, you are the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, on top of which you were in articles basically campaigning for your third MVP. You don't get to, say, you don't get to switch it up like that. I'm sorry. All right, here's, here's my, my counter to that is, um, A, Giannis – is different. He processes things very differently and taking it literally because he probably did take the question literally. I don't think the season was a failure. I think they fell short of their goal. I would argue that if they had gotten to the Eastern conference final and didn't and got beat by the Celtics or the 76ers, then we're at the same point that it was a failure. Um, where where they lose in the playoffs, if they don't win a title after being the best team in the league, then then it should all be a failure. Uh, I I think Giannis looked at looked at it as a big picture thing, and understands that the other team is trying to. Uh, and this is what I put on Twitter, uh, the 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 website that is eventually going to blow up and go away. Uh, it was that it's the first take world that we live in. That we it's it's black or it's white and there is no context or nuance and I think Giannis kind of takes everything into account 
Uh, do I agree with everything he said there? No, I, I did find it refreshing. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.